We're for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Recent media coverage has focused on possible new treatments for brain tumors. My guest today is Dr. Benjamin Perot. He's a neurologist who specializes in researching new brain tumor treatments and caring for patients with brain tumors. Welcome to the show, Dr. Perot. So there's been a, some coverage recently about new potential treatments for brain tumors. So talk about some of those recent developments. Certainly, certainly, and thank you for having me. Uh, you know, there's there's really growing excitement in this field, uh, as I would say there is across uh, oncology, but uh, but there's a lot of it focused in uh, in neuro-oncology and brain tumors. We had our uh, big brain tumor meeting back in uh, November, uh, several months back, and uh, there were a few exciting developments there, which uh, you know I have to say is all too unusual at this meeting. Uh, you know, one of these was um, combining a very unusual new treatment, which actually involves um, uh, electrical currents uh, to the skull, to the region of the brain tumor, combining that electrical treatment with uh, radiation and a chemotherapy we use a lot called temozolomide. And this combination for patient, patients that had recently been diagnosed with glioblastoma, the most common and aggressive brain cancer that's out there, um, yeah, led to some exciting results in a clinical trial. Um, there was another positive clinical trial that was announced at this meeting, which uh, combined an immunotherapy, essentially a vaccine against a mutation found only in about a third of uh, or found in about a third of glioblastoma patients, but only uh, in those cells in the body, uh, that particular mutation, combining that uh, vaccine with a drug called Avastin, uh, which attacks the blood supply, but may also have some good effects on the immune system, which prompted that clinical trial, which again had positive results, which is also super um, you know, there was a bit of other positive results uh, announced at this trial uh, using this Avastin medication in a subset of patients with glioblastoma. But uh, but a lot of the enthusiasm at the meeting was focused on new immunotherapies, treatments that uh, rev up the immune response against the cancer. And there are different ways to do this. Uh, a couple of the exciting uh, presentations at the meeting involved a uh, poliovirus treatment, which is being pioneered at uh, Duke University. Uh, they use polio, uh, basically a weakened and attenuated poliovirus and inject it right into uh, a piece of uh, a location of recurrent uh, glioblastoma cancer. And um, it does a couple things. They're trying to directly kill the cancer cells there in the brain, but it also seems to uh, attract the immune system's attention because of the poliovirus infection. And the immune system then turns around and attacks the tumor, and they have a couple of patients who have uh, done great for a long time with this treatment. There was another viral therapy uh, being uh, pioneered at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Texas. Uh, that also looks very promising, uh, but there are a number of other immunotherapies that are looking great now, too. There are some other cancer vaccines, which are starting to show some exciting results, and um, on top of that, there are some therapies that are already uh, out there and FDA approved for melanoma that people are uh, increasingly excited about for glioblastoma, other brain tumors, and, and cancers across the board. And these are treatments that can be given IV every couple of weeks, and they rev up the immune system uh, you know, somewhat nonspecifically. So there are some risks to these drugs, like autoimmune diseases, but you know, they seem to be a great way to uh, get the immune system uh, engaged in fighting the cancer. And uh, everyone's awfully excited about uh, these drugs and some of the combinations that we'll be doing. 
So are these most of these immunotherapies and vaccines and really exciting new treatments that you're describing, they're in clinical trial phase. When do you, you know, in your opinion, see some of these coming to the forefront where they might actually benefit some patients? Sure, sure. So, so for some other cancers, uh, you know, as I said, for melanoma, uh, and actually one of these for lung cancer, uh, are already FDA approved. Um, so, um, you know, so few patients have actually been able to, insurance won't cover these, but a few patients are trying to uh, uh, get some doses of these paid for out of pocket. Uh, so a few patients are already accessing these um, immune system boosters we call checkpoint inhibitors and drugs like nivolumab or ipilimumab. Um, but, uh, you know, but the trials, I think, will move fairly fast and are accruing patients fairly fast, too. So, you know, it may just be a matter of, you know, a couple of years, few years before there, there is evidence of effect and FDA approval would hopefully come pretty quickly, especially since these are drugs where, you know, they're already FDA approved for certain settings, patients with melanoma uh, or uh, already lung cancer has been added to melanoma. Now, patients with glioblastoma, you mentioned earlier electrical fields, and I know your colleague, Dr. David Schiff, was involved in this wearable device. Tell us a little bit about that trial. Sure, sure. So, um, you know, the the great results from that trial, I have to say, came as a bit of a surprise to the field. You know, it, it stems from, uh, you know, this is a very unusual treatment, as I started mentioning before. It, uh, you know, essentially involves putting electrode patches up on the skull in a region, you know, roughly over where the, the brain tumor is. And, um, you know, these uh, uh, electrode patches are wired to a battery pack you carry around that applies alternating uh, electrical current to that region of the head. And, uh, you know, it's some good research that, that led into this, uh, mostly out of Israel, that um, showed that, that these electrical currents can actually lead to uh, killing of glioblastoma cells, uh, especially if the current sort of hits the right, the dividing cell, dividing cancer cell at the right orientation. Uh, there had been trials of this electrical treatment in patients that had um, recurrent glioblastoma when the cancer came back again, and this actually prompted uh, FDA approval of the device in this setting, um, although the, the the effectiveness of this in that setting, uh, you know, glioblastoma coming back, um, you know, wasn't dramatic, but, you know, there was a hint that it was about as much as some chemotherapies we use that, that can have some marginal benefit, uh, but very safe. It only seems to cause a little bit of skin irritation. But in this new trial, this was combined with the upfront radiation and chemotherapy that we use, drug called temozolomide, and then the effect seemed much more dramatic. It was actually, you know, it really, it led to a significant uh, lengthening of people's lives, and, um, you know, this this sort of hit like a bit of a bombshell, and, uh, you know, there may be an extension of the FDA um, indication for this uh, to patients who, uh, you know, were recently diagnosed and, and just got the radiation and using this alongside the upfront chemotherapy. So, you know, this is an another exciting new development in the field. Dr. Perot, I know you're very excited about the immunotherapies and all of these trials. And since we last talked, you've been on the show with us before. What are some new areas of research that you're focused on? Sure, sure. So I spend about a quarter of my time seeing patients and then three quarters of the time in my laboratory, and we're trying to figure out some new and creative ways to uh, to attack these diseases. You know, we focus mostly on glioblastoma in the laboratory, and we're attacking glioblastoma at multiple levels, but we're also finding that several of our projects seem to have potential for other cancers as well. Uh, one of the things we've been doing is uh, repurposing existing drugs or recycling some abandoned drugs, you know, not only to uh, block an exciting new target uh, called 
uh, DGK alpha or diacylglycerol kinase alpha. You know, it's one that we think uh, hits the cancer at multiple levels, directly killing cancer cells, attacking the blood supply, but there's also potential to rev up the immune system. Uh, against the cancer. So we think this may be a great combination with some of these uh, hot new immunotherapies. Uh, you know, we're also repurposing existing drugs to suppress some promising known targets. There are uh, drugs out there that are in wide use that have some anti-cancer properties that haven't even been uh, really figured out. We, you know, think we're nailing down, uh, you know, the, the important effects for at least one of these drug classes out there. We're also uh, looking at some new projects where uh, we think we figured out new vulnerabilities of um, subtypes of glioblastoma and other cancers. There are some um, subgroups within glioblastoma uh, that you, you see sort of similar general types in other cancers as well. So we're trying to figure out some Achilles heels for those and uh, you know, have some new ideas there. And uh, you know, we're also trying ways to um, maximize the effects from, uh, from existing drugs, combinations, and ways to sensitize to some of the existing armamentarium against cancer. And uh, you know, some of those things are starting to look promising as well. It's absolutely fascinating, Dr. Perot. And you can hear the passion in your voice. What an amazing doctor you are. In just the last minute, why should families come to the UVA Neuro-Oncology Center for their care? Sure. So, you know, we hope that we can provide a lot of reasons for patients to come here. We're, you know, not only giving patients state-of-the-art care, including a number of exciting clinical trials that are ongoing, but, you know, we add to that compassion and also 24-7 access to uh, our doctors on our team. You know, we also have uh, wonderful other members of the team, you know, our nurses, uh, physician assistant, even our administrators, you know, just a terrific group. And it really, you know, I think we, we all come to mean a lot to the patients, hopefully, and, and uh, uh, you know, this entire team approach and, and all the members of the team really bring a lot uh, to our patients and, and give them this great access. You know, we really try to treat every patient uniquely as we would our own family member or loved one. And, you know, we emphasize not only the length of life that, that uh, you know, we really fight to extend as much as possible, but also quality of life. And, and uh, you know, so, so, you know, hopefully we just bring all of that to the patients in, in a unique way. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.